Yo, what's up, man? What's up, man? Good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? Yeah, I'm just trying to survive what's going on in the world. <laughs> so much things are happening around the world, dude. I know, I know. So the best thing is just to, you know, stay in, keep yourself distracted from what's happening out there. <laughs> But I don't know, like, I try to, like, take my mind off things, like, not not look at through so much on social media because all you can do is just witness but not eventually do anything i i hate the part where people always think like if they post this means they are helping the cause it has some it has that uh help but some people feel entitled that they are helping so much <laughs> which they're not <laughs> No, I, I'm 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 just I'm just kidding. I mean, it's like it creates awareness, but it sometimes people just kind of like made it like they they feel so entitled. Like, oh yeah, I post this. That means I am I I am like the the most powerful being in the world. <laughs> I don't it's kind of no, it um. People would tend to post memes at times, but sometimes they would post not only memes but opinions that are way like toxic positivity, which is too much. Yes, yes, uh, toxic. So, so like you know, for for me, in my opinion, it 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 does not sit well for people who are like going, who are like sitting at home and struggling with like mental you know mental issues. So those kind of things are not good to look at. <laughs> so. What I've been doing is, you know, I've been pausing myself away from social media. You know, like I would only check social media like once in a while. But sometimes it would take me like four days. I would take a four-day break, check social media, and then stop. And then sometimes two. But I'm, I'm planning to make it longer and longer because you know, like what's what's happening out there is too much. And having people like post their opinions and stuff like that is way too much. It just adds on, you know. So yeah, like, yeah. Taking a break from social media in the current times is, you know, it, it does, it does, it does, it does its magic. It helps, I guess. You know, like the best thing I think, like to go away from that stuff is to kind of like, I, I would say, like reminisce the old times. I mean, like going back to your, uh, like what I did recently. I what watched, did you do recently? I, I watched my one of my best childhood films of all time, which is Space, oh, what is it? Space Jam. <laughs> Oh, Space that Jam. nostalgia. Yeah, it, it was. I think Space Jam was like, I don't know. It had when you rewatch it as an adult, there are a lot of adult humors in there which I didn't get <laughs> as a kid. I was like, mm-hmm. I see what they did there. You know, there, there was this like snippets of adult humor. You know, <laughs> like those creators that had so much fun just slipping it in, not making sure that it's that. Noticeable, because <laughs> it's still a kids' film. <laughs> it's like you're more aware of those kind of humor when you're older. <laughs> well, you, yes, you do, but like, like looking back through it, it's like I thought I would have like a more of like, oh yes, I remember I I love watching this because I grew up watching Looney Tunes and having them collaborate with a. Like a celebrity NBA star was like, mm-hmm. magnifique. It is a good, it is a good story, you know. Like <laughs> that was actually a brilliant thing to do, nga. Like 
combining real people with animation. Oh, that was magical. Yeah, it's like the same as Who Framed uh, Roger Rabbit, if you've watched that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly almost the same as that kind of concept, but, you know, it's like, instead of a thriller, it's a... Uh, I would say it's still a comedy type, but then if you look back to it, those kind of movies is kind of like provocative. <laughs> like there, there are there are hidden. It's not really provocative, but there are the hidden adult humor within the movie. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, when you since you brought up uh, Roger Rabbit, yeah. Uh, back then, when you looked at Jessica Rabbit, parang wala lang. But when you look at her now, parang ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like what? <laughs> yeah, his wife. I remember his wife. Oh my goodness. Yeah, right. Like, like when times change as you grow older, you look at characters differently. <laughs> Especially, I, I, I really don't. I don't know what. I think like Space Jam is one of the movies that like. Embrace uh, furries <laughs> because I, I I really don't know, but like the Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny's chemistry in that movie is kind of like hmm. It's kind of like what's happening to furries. Like this is how they would want to engage with themselves, dress up as an oh. animal. Like I don't know. Like I think I think it has that kind of like. Do you think like one of those? Uh, I'm not like going against furries, but like, do you think that this is one of their trigger points? That th- all right, this is this is this is what makes me turned on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like, there's probably something appealing about them that you know, trigger uh, not trigger like like it really arouses those who love furries. I guess. I mean, like. You think about it, like weirdly, as I must admit, back then when I watched Space Jam, when I was like a little older from when I watched it as a kid, like I was, I think, 13, 14. Yeah. Lola was hot. <laughs> yes. I don't know if it's her or it's just, you know, the way that her attitude or the voice. I don't know. I think, I think you have the, to admit. The animation. The, the, uh, yes, I, right? They made it very lewd. Right? And what they did with her eyes and her voice. That's what made it a bit, you know, appealing. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Oh my goodness. Uh, like, if, if you would, like, try to... Uh, how do you say this? Let's move away from social media and stuff. What kind of, like, you know, what childhood films or video games that you would try to reminisce back, you know, just to get away from this pandemic thoughts. <laughs> Mm, that's actually an interesting question. Hmm. I would probably like what you did. I would go back to watching uh, movies or like series when I was a kid, just to bring back you know the innocent, the calm days. Um. Recently, uh, I wa- I was bored, so I watched Hey Arnold, and while watching Hey Arnold, really brought me back in time where, you know, times were just more calming, or where I was not aware of things that I'm aware of now. Mm-hmm. We would not think about things about like, let's say, what's happening out in the world. You know, adult matters kind yeah, of things. Yeah. We would not think about back then. So, when I was watching here, Arnold, I was relaxed. I understood uh-huh. what was going on compared to when I watched it as a kid. And you know, it just bring me back to those days. 
was really calm, especially <laughs> since I'm taking a break of social media. <laughs> like, I haven't really watched. I didn't have the chance to watch Hey Arnold back in the day. But then, oh yeah, speaking of what made us the day, I would say the one of the best things if you would like sum up our childhood would probably be Power Rangers. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I, I swear, definitely. that that thing shaped me. <laughs> That's true. It made me learn colors before I even went to school. <laughs> before I even Same. stepped into school, like the teachers were like saying, "Like your son might be a genius." <laughs> one one year later, oh no, he's just ordinary. <laughs> he knows about colors. That's it. That's it. <laughs> No, that's true. Really, like I started to understand the concept of colors through Power Rangers. Like I've watched shows as a kid that already tried to teach you colors, but it never really stuck in my mind. Like Sesame Street, mm-hmm. they would have uh, episodes that teach you colors. It never really stuck with me. But when when I look at the Power Rangers, oh, that is when I started memorizing the colors. Talaga. I I think it's like one of those things, like in Power Rangers, where like, uh, like especially if they're morphing up. They would say Blue Ranger, like it's engraved in your head. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's something you would memorize because, like, of course, when when you watch it, you would want to be a Power Ranger, so you'd memorize those lines. I want to be the Blue Ranger. No, I want to be the Red Ranger. So that's how you adopt the colors. Yeah, dude. Like, like imagine, like while morphing up, they say their colors. So it's like that learning curve is within the hype of morphing up. So it's like really engraved into your head there, like, like. Red Ranger, and then they were, they were like, so like that thing is like stuck up as the hype is built up before the battle sequence. <laughs> and because of Power Rangers, it also taught me the lesson between what's good and what's bad, the good side and the bad side. How how would you say that? Well, because you know how when Power Rangers would always fight the monsters, you would already teach you the character of what it means to be good. Mm-hmm. Like for example, it would show how monsters would inflict pain or hurt others. That was the Power Rangers would go there and save them. Like it already gave me uh, an idea that I would want to be a hero or a Power Ranger myself when I grow up. So basically, in a sense, it already started to teach me mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. For example, because a Power Ranger seeing the monster hurt people, it already implies that that's wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, little, little tiny, tiny lessons that you would get from shows, not only like from Power Rangers, but other, you know, like their childhood shows that would, it, it seems fun and all, but there's always a lesson to adapt from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, especially, but what, what one thing of it from like, I saw it, like, if you try to watch it right now, you kind of like question yourself, like, why is it that every time there's like a hit, like a hit uh, clip, it's always uh, like electrical sparks that comes out. <laughs> that's that's one of those things that I always like. Hmm. Why was that enticing when I was a kid? Like that should be blood. <laughs> like, you know what's like, funny? Like, th- th- those sparks, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when they when they get hit and they jump. Yeah, um, yeah. OA, and then there's yeah. like sparks coming by them. Uh, and when they morphed you know, up, you there's an. Ex- what's that? Wait, that's sorry. What are you saying? Sorry, sorry, my bad. No, no, no. Uh, you go ahead. You go ahead. That's another topic. No. What I was saying is, as I grew older, mm-hmm. right? Like looking back at it, right now, if you were to ask me, mm-hmm. 
what do I like about Power Rangers? I yeah. would tell you now what's appealing to me now is the monsters and the way they look. Wait. And if you think about it, huh? You're talking about the villains. Yeah, the villains. Okay, the villains okay. of Power Rangers. Okay. Like right now, right now, they're more appealing to me than the Power Rangers themselves. And wala lang. Pero if you notice about, if you if you pay attention, if you know, if you rewatch it, let's mm-hmm. say the monsters. Actually, if you think about it, the reason why they do what they do, mm-hmm. if you don't put the 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 the, the concept of good and bad, pero Um, what you call that? Uh, what do you say this? Uh, well, they're, they're not they're not really doing any bad if you think about it. Because parang talagang uh, sorry sorry if I'm uh, spacing out. Uh, yeah, what's that? <laughs> they're they're that some monsters because they have a certain plot where they they will do something in a way that's not really bad, but the way that they proceed to doing the action to get what they want is bad. I don't know. It's like, for example, like Thanos, right? Yeah. If you think about it, he's not really bad. Because what, what he's doing, the reason why he wants to eradicate uh, the popula- uh, half of the population of the universe makes sense, right? What do you mean? <laughs> it makes sense. What do you mean? Explain to me. Are you uh No, I yeah, am what I'm trying to say. If you think about it, mm-hmm. if you give the bad guys a chance. Oh no. The what I try to say. Are not as bad as you think they are. Because for example, there's a monster, let's say a sea monster that the reason why he's hurting humans is because they're harming the ocean. Ah. Uh... Parang so, I'm so sorry, it's... it was it got complicated there for a while. Huh? Like something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they have a good reason to why they're doing what they're doing, but it's the action that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, those kind of things. In in general, parang I I, I guess I got bored of the concept of justice now, and that's why the monsters are more appealing to me now than way back then. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. All right, right. Fucked up shit. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, but all right, right. But I think one of the best parts of that is the Zord battles, don't you think? Oh, when you see the when you see the Mega Zords just popping out individually and then they morph into one. Yes. Exactly. And the music that comes along with it. The what? The music. The, oh yes, the music. Ten, 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 ten. It's ten, like the most. It's like the most. Uh, it's like the intro song, but a bit more rock version type. Yes, yes. It's <laughs> like mostly the instrumental part. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, all right. Which hands down, you have to be a man to answer this. Your right. your favorite Power Ranger series. My favorite Power Rangers series. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have. It's like you're asking. You're asking is, too much from me there. There is. <laughs> you cannot have two answers. You cannot. You have to be a man to answer this because don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. A, a top three. Don't do two answers. It has. It has to be only one. What will it be? Oh, that is. What Power Ranger show? did excite me when I was a kid. What would make me watch? Because where I grew up, Power Rangers would always air at around early morning. 
So I would I would have to think what would make me wake up the most every weekend. Because back then Power Ranger would only air at Saturday morning. So I think mm. the one that always got my attention the most was uh, Power Ranger Time Force. Time Force. Time Force was my favorite. Yeah, the whole concept of time traveling. Yeah, yeah. But I I I never had the chance to like uh like fully watch the entire series to so, like explain why is that your favorite like what kind of sequences that you really enjoy from that. Ah, uh, well, what I loved about uh Time Force is in, in uh, there are certain situations where villains would like go back in time or a certain time point. And the Power Rangers are forced to travel back in time or go to the future and fight those monsters. Like the whole concept of uh, having a different setting each time. It's not like those usual Power Ranger shows where it would always be the regular setting or in one setting. Like it's just outside the town or outside the city. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes, say, the settings would change where they would have to travel back in time and fight there or travel like in the near future. Uh, fighting and what also made me love the Power Ranger Time Force is their suit and their helmet, the design. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, for me, they had one of the most badass uh, Mega Sword. One of the badass, per se. Yeah. And what's really cool is the sixth Ranger there was also color red. So, like, imagine the main range, the leader was red, mm-hmm. and their sixth member, the newest member, was also red, dark mm-hmm. red. Red, red. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, that that was that was for me the coolest, and I think the characters were fun for I, me then. I and the How villain, the, the villain was that guy with the black thing on his face, right? The the, the fat guy, that what we call what's his name in Time Force? Uh, the one with the leather half metal on the face. Yeah, the one with the leather suit. I mean, uh, I, I think I think that's latex. <laughs> I think that's I, I, I can't. I think it's. I can't recall the name, but yeah, I think yeah, that's the villain there. I I remember I I got spoiled because that's my favorite. I remember I watched la- the last episode of Time Force where the bad guy went good, <laughs> like he he removed his mask and stuff and shit like that. I remember it so vividly because I watched it in my cousin's house and it's like oh. I finally bought this a CD for the last few episodes of the Time Force uh, series. Okay. A- and then he, I remember seeing that guy with the without the black the the actual actor without that black thing on his face. And I was like, oh no, I'm spoiled. I'm not gonna watch Time Force anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like it, I watched the final battle. Like it's not it's not that and it's not that uh, it's not that. It's not gonna have that great journey anymore since I've watched the ending. <laughs> <laughs> it was disappointing. Which Or, brings me, hmm. when you were younger hmm. and you would watch your show, a uh, cartoon or your kid show on TV, right? On cable TV, tama ba? Yeah. Uh... Do you know? Do you know those? You know the compared to now, the difficulties where you would have to wait a whole day. To to watch the next episode, yeah, Parang, yeah, yeah. The 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 my the kids. One thing that kids shows have taught me is patience. Because compared to now, how we have the internet and all, we could just watch one whole season in one sitting. 
But back oh, yeah. then, you weren't really that accustomed to it, or there weren't much options where you had to wait for the next episode. If if it's not like a a daily uh, airing, like it would air once a week kind of thing. So like you have to wait for the next episode. Because of that, it teached me how to be patient. Whoa! Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> sometimes I would. I uh, know. I think this is like very old technology stuff to those who don't know. Like I would sometimes like if I wanted to, like there's gonna be something gonna be aired uh, on television. I would record it using the tape, using the tape player. Have you ah. ever done? Have you ever done that? I would record it with a tape player, and then that that tape player is gonna. I, I just have to hit the record button on the tape player, and it's gonna record whatever is on the TV screen. It was it was the bomb back in the day. <laughs> Very and convenient. It, yeah, and I would pause pause the record if it goes to commercial breaks. <laughs> that was the, that was the best. That was one of the best parts. Like if I would watch like one of my best movies, like uh, like a Power Ranger movie is gonna come out. I'm gonna like set the time. I'm gonna prepare the tape bef- a day before, and I'm gonna prepare like talagang like. Uh, 30 minutes before I would set up the tape the recorder and I would test it out and then yep alright it's all systems go <laughs> <laughs> yes I would record my, one of the things that I would want to re-watch it again you get the point it was it was kind of like the how do we say like the early pirate bay <laughs> the... that's true that was the segue <laughs> to doing that yes If you knew that's not going to be played a while again on TV, you just record it if you want to rewatch it again next month or what. <laughs> that's true. And you know what else? Yeah. Because back then, we didn't have access to spoilers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so lang, you're, you're like, you have to really watch everything Patiently, you don't have the access to the internet. To what, like you, you don't want to finish all things. You just want to watch the ending. So that's another thing that I noticed that was fun back then. Like you had to really finish the shows in order to understand the ending of it. Oh yeah, and and one of the TV series or shows that I've fully recorded from beginning to end would be was... uh, back to the Power Ranger stuff. I. I recorded from beginning to end Ninja Storm. Oh, yes. That I love a very nice show. I love I think I would in my thought I would think it would be Wild Force because it has more dramatic story. But when it comes to cool and immersiveness and uh Power Ranger design because that that was the first Power Ranger that I've watched where the Yellow Ranger is a guy and the Blue Ranger is a girl. The girl, yeah, yeah, exactly. actually, it, it, yeah. It, it kind of blew me away, like, hmm. And it's like the, one of the first Power Rangers where it was. It started with only three, three Rangers, so it was yes, like it was added. Yes, it added as the seasons go on, and I'm like, whoa! It it felt a lot more better than Magic, uh, than other uh, Power Ranger shows because at least in with only three Rangers, you get to know those three Rangers so well. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, dude. Like, and as more rangers comes by, you get to know them more and more. Uh, uh, the the show focus more onto them, especially the the Beetle Rangers. Have you watched? Uh, have you watched uh, Ninja Storm? 
Yeah, you know what's cool? Mm-hmm. Usually, from what I recall, if they add on Rangers, usually the color would not be part this... of the primary color. It would usually like be silver or gold or black, right? Yeah, but yeah. the one year, it was dark red and dark blue. There's already yeah. a red and blue Ranger. Now we have a dark blue, red. dark red. And the dark that blue. That was so cool. And they were both... And then they added the green one. Yeah, the Samurai Ranger. My goodness, I lost, right? I lost my shit when they, when they said Samurai. I'm like, Yep, they went all out on the entire Japanese culture. Like, like oh, that's true. That is so cool, man! Like, oh, I love Ninja Storm so much. <laughs> so, do you you could say Power Ranger was one of your guilty pleasure show as a kid? Ah, uh, or would... do you have actually a show, a guilty pleasure show you were as a kid? My my guilty pleasure show would probably be Totally Spice. <laughs> Totally Spice was actually fun to watch. It was it was a guilty pleasure because people because I think when I was at my first or second grade, girls would make fun of boys who watched Totally Spice. <laughs> hey, but it was fun to watch though, right? It was like, so- wanna bet? I, I bet you. I bet you, man. Like that's not that that you shouldn't be embarrassed. You're gonna say I can bet you for sure. There were boys back then as kids who watched Powerpuff Girls. Wanna bet? I watch Powerpuff Girls too. <laughs> See, so it's nothing, it was nothing to be embarrassed about. It was, yeah. Maybe back then as kids, it was embarrassing because, you know, we were young and boys. Yeah, so yeah. Of course, we would have the concept boys should only watch boy boys shows too. and girls would watch girl shows. But hey, we did it. We, we still did it. We still watched. We ended up watching those kind of shows and they were fun. Yeah, I, I, the only thing, yeah, back in the day when I was in school, we always do like the, the, the guilty gaming, you know, like you would guilt trip this person for watching the opposite sex to where that show is marketed to, <laughs> especially Powerpuff Girls. And I really love Powerpuff Girls, dude. I I love, I love the villains in Powerpuff Girls. That's it. Yeah, I love the Mojo villains. Jojo. Oh, and if you think about it, if you think about it, uh, now now that we're more aware about like. Uh, uh, the LGBT community. Yeah. Have you realized that him? You know him, right? Yes. Ooh, him is in a way yeah. like you could say transsexual. Yeah, I would say because he keeps he keeps cross dressing. Exactly. So like back then we didn't know, like we would think him was a guy, but now a little older you actually realize oh, him was the first character that was exposed to us kids in a young age. I don't know if there's other show that did that. Mm-hmm. Where we were exposed to some character that was a transsexual. Oh. You see, if you notice, him was yeah, him was a, 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 a let's say a male demon wearing leggings and heels. Yeah, like and ma- ma- made clothes then. Male, uh, made clothes, parang ano BDSM style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, but I, I. Him was one of the most villains that made me eerie when I was a kid. Because it's like the the there was like a room tone where it's like like this very disturbing uh, background sound every time there's him that makes me so eerie. And his voice, dude, his voice is like oh, oh girls. girls. Yeah, I I. I don't know why it scared me. I think it was because of his eyes and his mouth on how he on how it was so stretched out back. 
That That's creepy, what... creepy smile. Yeah, and, and one of the one of my uh, favorite uh, villains in a uh, Powerpuff Girls with my friends would probably be the Gang Green Gang. I oh, swear, the Gang Green Gang. It's the Gang Green Gang. I, I swear, I love the Gang Green Gang. I love. I love that episode where where they prank called the Powerpuff Girls. That was the best episode. <laughs> where they prank called where they're like saying, "Oh, Mojo Jojo is in is doing trouble because they they stole the phone of the mayor." And they Oh pranked. yeah. That was the best episode. That was the most villainous thing the Gang Green King did. <laughs> I love the Gang Green Gang. It's, how many were they? Were they four or five? I can't recall. There's uh there was that short one with the one eye. Yeah. There yeah. was the giant. The giant where you can't see his eyes. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was the leader with the leather with the shades, right? With yeah, the yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there was another one. Uh, uh, the one the one that looked like a snake. Oh yes, yes, the snake, the snake. Of course, of course. So I think five or four, four? I, I don't know. <laughs> that was the best. I love the gang, green gang. <laughs> you know, since we're talking about those kind of show, you know what other show I enjoyed watching? Go ahead. What is it? Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just whistled the the the. They were I so love... funny. I love Ed and Eddie. Me too. Like anything they do. Stupid is so entertaining at the same time. I one thing that made me like one of the merchandise that I really love from Eden and Eddie's the jawbreaker. Like I could have it for like two days, oh. three days. I think it was like mm. my mom was getting annoyed with that. Actually, <laughs> you know, I have something to admit. that uh. mm-hmm. I only got to. Uh, I, I just got to uh, see for the first time firsthand mm-hmm. uh, a jawbreaker when I was just like 14 when I came to the Philippines. All right. And so imagine before not knowing what jawbreaker was and mm-hmm. all, I thought back then jawbreaker was like a donut. You thought jawbreaker was a donut? Why? 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 Yeah, for me. Because if you look, because uh, for me the design of the jawbreaker was circular. It looked like a pastry with a. Uh, Uh, with uh, oh yeah yeah it with looks... sprinkles and uh, what you call icing. What we call those donuts in it was like one of those mini donuts in Dunkin', right? Yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah exactly. So I thought all that time when I was a kid, Jawbreaker was like a dessert or like a, a pastry. Yeah 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 a, a bread. But when I <laughs> but but when I went to this candy stall at the mall and then I I saw a label of this really big circular candy mm-hmm. ball. Jawbreaker. I was like, oh, that's a jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. So I thought when I bought it, it was like a, it was like a gummy. Yeah, yeah. Or it was like a, a chocolate kind of candy. When I put it in my mouth and I tried to bite it, oh, that was the biggest mistake. You bit it. Ah. I bit it because I didn't know what a jawbreaker oh, is. Shit. Like I told you, but now when I had the jawbreaker already, it made more sense for me to why. In Ed and Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie, they would keep it in their mouth and just suck on it. It made yeah. more sense <laughs> once I got to experience a jawbreaker myself. So like, oh, okay, so it's it was a ca- a hard candy and not a donut dessert. Oh my goodness! You bit it. You I bit it. it. Yes, exactly, and it hurt. 
Oh my goodness. And then when I bit it the second time, I could recall, I bit my tongue. Because it Why? slipped. Oh, it slipped out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so like that time, I tried Jawbreaker. Ever since then, I've never tried a Jawbreaker. It took me it took me a, a week to finish it. Took you a week? Uh because I would not continuously like suck hmm. on it. Like my 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 mouth would hurt. Uh-huh. Because I got the big one. So you know like in keeping it inside my uh cheeks, it would hurt my cheeks. So I would put it aside in the refrigerator and then uh continue it the next day. Mm. I see, I see, I see. Uh, uh, it's a good thing you were you were exposed to it in, in a younger age. How how was your experience with the jawbreaker? Uh it was great. Uh we were me and my friends would usually say like uh I think it was first grade or second grade where we would like uh try to race each other on who can uh finish it fastest. What was your record? My fastest was three days. But there are other people, there are other kids who could do it in two days. Two days was the fastest in our school back then. Wouldn't that hurt your mouth? Yes, it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> like all that sucking? Yeah, all that sucking and stuff. Like I would do it like I would have like a morning and afternoon and evening sucking. <laughs> that sound, that well, sounded so wrong. Well. That, sounded, that sounded so wrong if it's out of context. But yeah, you would you would at least spend two to three hours in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. Okay, oh let's, stop, let's stop talking about it. But yeah, S&M Eddie was one of my favorite shows as a child. I, I didn't really fully watch Ed and Eddie back in the day. I would watch snippets of it. I don't know why. I think the one of the reasons I didn't really watch it in edits because of the animation where it was like jiggling on the outline. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, like yeah. you would still see the pen marks on the characters. Yeah, the yeah. Mark. That, that that was one of the things that made me didn't want to watch it that much. I think it was the the art style was giving me a bit off. But if there was nothing else to watch, I would watch it. <laughs> I, I would remember Plankton. Plankton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would remember that guy. He looks he looks so weird. I don't know. He's like the weirdest character of the show. And every, every time I watch it's like, why is there always have to be Plankton? <laughs> like, I always hated I always hated Kevin. Which one is Kevin? The bully. The one with the hat. Oh yeah, yeah. The bully with the, the red cap. With that, uh, with that girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what do we call the, what do we call those three girls? The counterparts of oh, Ed and Eddie. Oh, the three girls that like Ed and Eddie. I don't know, but they were the they were the bullies as well. Eh? Like if you think about it, mm-hmm. a lot of characters in Ed, Ed and Eddie were bullies. <laughs> Not bullies, but people who hate the three of them. <laughs> yeah, like like Ed Ed's sister hated him. Yeah, uh, them. <laughs> the three girls. Well, the three girls, they 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 didn't hate uh, Ed, Ed, Eddie uh, precisely, but like they had a crush on them, but they didn't know how to express show express yeah. how they feel. So they just did it in the way of like I'd say bullying. Yeah, like and uh, uh, the, who else? There are a lot of there are a lot of cartoon shows where sh- where it shows that the guy doesn't care, but the girl cares. 
There's a lot of cartoon yeah. shows like that. Like, parang like uh, it like gives you this fantasy or or this thought when you were a kid. Like, if you're a guy watching that kind of thing in the in a cartoon show, you're like thinking, wait a minute, maybe my classmate who's a girl has those thoughts about me. You get it? Like, it's kind of like giving the wrong signal sometimes. But it, like, it's so That's hard. That's true. It's either that. What? Oh, sorry. It, it kind of it's like send, uh, it's kind of like uh, giving the wrong signals or like it's kind of like giving uh, it's kind of hard to express of how to express like that you like someone into a child because eh? it's like that's still so innocent I don't think it's like yeah uh, it's true like it's either the guy doesn't care or their kid shows where The concept of a guy and girl is uh, disgusting to them. Like yeah. the perfect example where you said that characters would have a hard time expressing their feelings. Have you watched Jimmy Neutron? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How Mindy could not really express how she felt towards Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her way would showing her feelings would be in a way of bullying as well. Yes, uh, it's one of like way... if you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, a kid show really well. Of course, it's for kids. Intent for intention for kids. But if you think about it, like kid show would really have a hard time teaching kids how to express their feelings towards the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It it does that. It does. It really does. Like, like imagine like uh, because of those shows. Like when I was a kid, I think it was first grade. People because of those shows. We have this quote: "The more you hate, the more you love." Mm, you know those. Makes you know sense. The, you know those quote. Like it's like because you hate this person so much, you love them. And it's like when I was a kid, I was like I didn't understand it until like when someone said that because like since they can't love you, they express hatred. Like they just need an expression towards you. That like that's all that they ever want is an interaction with you. <laughs> True, true. Yeah, and since they can't love you, they just you know hate you or despise you. <laughs> But that's all that they want. It's just it's just casual. It's just constant interaction with you. <laughs> But they're, 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 the reason why they bully you is because you're pala the opposite. They actually really like you. They really like you, and that's the only way that they could like you know talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird. Like if you think about it right now, like oh my god, that is so weird. 